What is up, everybody? It's your boy Flash from ALWT Gaming, aka Malachi36, from At Least We Tried Gaming on April 4th, 2023, Episode 9, Season 3 of All Things Gaming. How is everyone doing today? I want to go ahead and talk to my boys on over here. We're here to talk some video game news with everybody in the public. We've been off for two weeks for spring break, if you will, just kind of giving a little R&R, you know what I mean, for everybody inside the group. Uh, be able to play their video games that they want to play, relax, not worry about streaming, all that good stuff. How did it do for you there, Mildew We Carrot, these two weeks off? How have you been? What have you been playing? Um, been okay. Can't complain. You know, just been living life and, as you said, kind of just gaming. Um, been playing um, Sons of Forest, uh, Phasmophobia, Drake's Hollow with... Uh, Nine Ball, Hey It's Abs, um, Gravity Mark II. Um, did a little bit of uh, the Diablo 4 demo with you mm -hmm. um, for a bit. Um, just checking that out. And I think if I've done anything else, uh, I've been playing a lot of my uh, City Sim games, Going Medieval, Cosmoteer, um, you know, Wandering Village, just playing those, keeping up with them. And just keeping things going, you know, and that, uh, just kind of living life, man. I heard that. I, I have to say, I'm kind of kicking myself on the Diablo 4 demo a little bit because, I, well, the reason why is because, like, when I, I stopped it, because I, I was getting tired. I was definitely getting tired that day, and I ended up sleeping after we got done playing the game and everything. I was like, I'll pick it up again later. I didn't, I, I could have pushed out another hour had I realized that that was the last day you could have played the demo. <laughs> so, like, the very next day, like, when I was talking to my buddy Muhizi about it, like, because I was just like, yeah, I mean, we've been, we've been playing this a little bit. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll go ahead and download it. And that's when he's just like, oh, no, it looks like I can't because it looks like it's over now. And I was like, oh, snap. So, yeah, so I, that's why I'm kicking myself a little bit. But did enjoy my, my time with uh, Diablo 4. Um, I know that uh, Mildred Care beforehand was saying that it was very similar to Diablo 3. There's not, like, a, a ton of changes that were there, but... Um, but yeah, but as far as for me, for someone that hasn't played Diablo three in a very, very long time, I didn't get far in, in, in Diablo three anyway. Um, this does that have crossplay in it? I wonder. I got Diablo it, it three. Does. I beat it on PC. It does. Well, Diablo three doesn't. Diablo four does. So we out because we were playing actually in the middle of me and Mildewy playing one of my buddies, uh, Jay Flory, Warrior Defense. Um, he jumped in and he was on PC. Yeah. So it's got the PC, um, the crossword, which is nice, you know, because, you know, you don't have to then do, oh, well, you're on PlayStation. Well, I got to buy a second copy now, you know, which is nice. To look yeah. At. Yeah. yeah so. Awesome. Awesome. What about you, Nineball? What's, what's you been up to for the past two weeks? And anything new be going on with you in the video game world, anime world, chilling world? Um, Being a villain. No, world. just... um. <laughs> Doing a bunch of what was that? We were playing a bunch of different video games. More than likely, Power Wash. Um, besides that, of course, Control. Like I'm kind of frustrated because I'm stuck at a park. But um, outside of that, hours of Roblox with the kids. We've been playing a lot of various games. We tried a like MMO style game they have on there. We also played Doors. So we've been trying to get past doors, and I don't know what the other games is. 
He's been playing so many other games, it's not even funny. And besides that, like Mildewy, Phasmophobia, Sons of the Forest, Drake's Hollow. Just enjoying it with the y'all should join us, man. We've been playing with the gang. That's been good. Sons of the Forest is a lot of fun. Not really like horror scares or anything. Drake's Hollow is actually very interesting mechanics and all. And is is story based too. You know, both of them are story based, so also been looking at oh sorry. I'm also been looking a lot into getting back in uh probably gonna try some more smite. Okay. I've been itching okay. to play an MMO or something. I mean not the MMO, I'm over. Uh, yeah. Hey, no, uh Final Fantasy. <laughs> I played Final Fantasy today too. I've been trying to finish up that one. I'm spinning back to finish up that one finally. Seven remake? No, fourteen. Oh, okay, cool. It's an MMO there, Malachi. How did yeah. you get? Well, no, well, the reason why because because well, you said you said Final Fantasy, but then he he went. I thought he was continuing on the games that he's just been playing in general, not specifically like MMORPG or anything like that, just games. But yeah. um, yeah, no, that's yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, I um, and yeah, if you do jump back on fourteen, let me know because I I mean again, I still have my subscription, so I I, I kind of go back to that. For me in particular, this is actually I've been kind of up to a lot. So I'm proud to say I was able to mark off two games off of my backlog list that I beat. Um, so one of them, well, they're both in the same series, and they are Mass Effect Two and Mass Effect Three. So you did call me about that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So Mass Effect Three, I actually played it twice, like t- the ending portion of it twice, because um, I I chose it as if I was. Uh, I chose it as if I didn't know that a fourth one was coming and like what my decision would have been. Um, and then I did the other ending, which I was just like, I know the fourth one's coming, so I'm going to go ahead and do it this way. So, um, yeah, no, no spoilers there. Person, ah, you know, I'll tell you guys. You guys both beat Mass Effect, and everyone else in the audience, you guys had plus Wait, years. Wait, well, have you beaten Mass Effect yet, or are you still on the fence on that one? I can't remember. Who me? Yeah, you beat yeah, it, right? Yeah, I beat it. Yeah, okay, yeah, I thought so. I wanted to make sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I was about to say actually before you milled him, Nineball was one of the main people that was talking to me about Mass Effect um, back when I worked at the hospital with them. It took you how long to get involved in this? I'm ashamed of you, Malachi. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have an Xbox. Remember, Legendary Edition didn't come out until last year or like two, a year, like a year and a half ago. So, but yeah, so that's when I, that's actually when I started getting more into it is because of that. Prior to that, I didn't have, yeah, I didn't have an Xbox, didn't really bother to get one. And by the time it came to PlayStation, it was so far gone that I was just like, ah, I'm not going to backtrack. And then they came out with the Legendary Dish. I was like, you know what? I will give this a shot. It is here all wrapped up in a, a lovely PlayStation bundle for me. It's just begging for me to play it. And that's exactly what I did. Um, But yeah, I was about to say the way I ended it the first time. Uh, is I sacrificed myself. I threw myself inside the um, the little beam or whatever, and everyone was able to live in peace and all that good stuff. Everyone's all synthetics mixed in with uh, organics, and it's like a new hybrid of uh, being. So that was that that was something that I chose because I was just like, all right, that's the one I'm going to choose in the event that if I didn't know that fourth one was coming, I would have chose the destruction the first time. But the minute they said my girl Edie was going to die, if I did that, I was like, ah, ah, no, 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 nah, <laughs> ain't doing it. So I was just like, I'll take me, take me, you Jesus. You can't miss me. 
Exactly. So, yeah, so I was just like, yeah, it would have been a super easy. Again, now, granted, I grow into like the Geth. Um, but uh, at that point, Legion was already dead. So I had no ties to the Geth. So if I was going to sacrifice the Geth to stop the Reapers from terrorizing the entire galaxy, so be it. But um, but once they said Edie, I was like, nope, yeah, that's a little too much. That's too much for me to handle. Take Throw my body inside the fire. Um, <laughs> the second time I did it, <laughs> the second time I did it, I did actually go ahead and um, sacrifice all the uh, synthetics um, primarily because I knew that there was going to be a second one and our fourth one. And I know that that was the only other option as, as your uh, your EDM or whatever it's called uh is at the esm that's what it is i think it is your esm is at a certain rank so mine was all pretty was all the way up and that was the one chance that shepherd has of uh potentially living i know that they kind of tease at the end and you don't really truly know but they're kind of hinting towards that he actually survived that so um so yeah so that so i was just like if, if i do end up getting the fourth one which i do plan on doing um whenever that comes out then I'll be able to continue on with my uh, character, and on top of that, I don't have to. Uh, I don't. I don't have to say goodbye to my relationship that I made in the second one that carried all the way over to the third. So, and, that, and it's good that you're thinking that far ahead. The thing we just, and I'm going to throw this out there is like you know, I mean, we've seen like with what they did between Dragon Age, Dragon Age Two, and Dragon Age Three, where it's like you have like different characters. Yeah, you know, where it's like it's a completely different person. Um, but the relationships, like, you know, you still hear about. Mm-hmm. So it would be kind of interesting to see, do they do what they did with, like, Dragon Age 2 to Dragon Age 3, where it's like you're playing a different person and say the Mass Effect universe and let's do four or five, depending on who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. Um, that it pretty much is like a new character, but then, like, you have benches back to your old character, you know, in certain ways. So it, it's going to be interesting to see how they're doing that. And if this is, like, a prequel, like, a, like a, a sequel to 3, because... Of what they showed in the trailer or is this a future like one like how far into the future is it so mm. could be interesting you know and it may cause a lot of people to go back and replay the game to get the better ones you know so we'll have to see yeah yeah so i so I, I definitely am in a fortunate position to where i feel like four is not going to be that far around the corner um especially- yeah, probably going to be a bit you think so? I think I think we'll probably get an announcement. I can see it being a 2024-2025 game. I'm going to say Dreadwolf first. And oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 But but even but even taking Dreadwolf into account, do you think Dreadwolf is that far off? Like that's why I'm saying that is cuz we got a trailer for Dreadwolf. We also seen gameplay. We got a trailer for Mass Effect. I feel like Dreadwolf is is almost done. Like I won't be surprised if Dreadwolf comes out at the end of this year, mid of next year. I'm going to be skeptical on that one just because of what we've seen in the market currently and how things have been handled. So I'm just going to kind of hold back on hoping for it. No, well, I'm not going to hold back on hoping for it. I hope it does come out. (laughs) I do. But I'm still looking at it going, maybe, maybe not. We'll have to see. Maybe take a minute. It may take a minute, you know. So we'll we'll have to wait and see because it's, feels like it's going to be one of those ones where it could go either way you know mm-hmm. yeah i just i don't know i just feel like that we're getting really close to the the end game of dread wolf like that that's just why i feel in my gut but um oh, you know what yeah, that should be the next game i'm gonna work on after control but the, 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 the dragon age out. series 
Yeah, I still got my main character somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will say once you're able to get through one, everything else should be a pretty good breeze, and you'll actually enjoy the entire series in its entirety. Because I was that that was that, how you felt about Dragon Age. I felt about the first Mass Effect. Uh, it's that's the well. There's a difference. The first Mass Effect was bad. The controls were bad. The story was good. The controls were bad. Now, are you talking about first Mass Effect as in the one that was just like done in the Legendary Edition, or are you talking about the one that was the original Mass Effect? The, even even the one with the Legendary Edition, because I didn't, I never pl- touched the first Mass Effect ever. So my first my first experience was the Legendary Edition, and it still felt pretty aged at some parts. I was like, ah, this doesn't feel the greatest. I feel I can, and and you guys were telling me it's worse than this before. I was like, oh, I don't know if I would have survived if I tried to play <laughs> Mass Effect the first one outside of the Legendary Edition. Go back and read the uh, changes that they stated they made when they uh, launched Legendary Edition Two Mass Effect One, like. There's a lot in there compared to the other games. Yeah, I heard about a couple yeah. things. I know one of the things was driving that vehicle in Mass Effect 1 was a nightmare. In- oh, God. Okay, the Mako was, oh. was nightmare fuel, but oh. it led to a lot of funny oh. things and stuff about it. Oh, God. <laughs> PTSD. <laughs> but I'm just saying in general. I'm just saying. Oh, 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 <laughs> someone, someone get the Mass Effect priest oh. there for Nine Ball. He needs it. <laughs> Oh, not to make. Oh, <laughs> AI is coming back. <laughs> well, I'm just now, saying in general. The was bad, but I feel like they took those controls, barely tweaked them, and then gave them to the hammerhead, mm-hmm. and you got that thing. They'll see nine balls. It wasn't as was... bad as Mass Effect. Uh, the Mass Effect one and the AI in the original Mass Effect. Oh my God, they did so much stupid stuff. Standing okay. out in the middle of open stuff like that. You're looking up. What are you doing? Go to cover. <laughs> they're like no we're fine I'm down it's like no shit <laughs> go to cover I can't do that sir Look, the rocks blocking you could you please go up yeah, and I- picking an ability oh my god just about pause the entire game like Mass Effect 2 really cleaned that up mm, having to yeah. pause the entire game they go <laughs> that, well, that, that's, that's one of the things I will say I, I do enjoy playing the Legendary Edition is I can see the progression of each game getting drastically better, because even when even when it got to Mass Effect Three, there was actually a sprint button, as but in Mass Effect Two and One there wasn't, and then in Mass Effect Three you can actually like kind of go over obstacles and stuff. There still wasn't a jump button, but you can still like interact with them and go over them by pressing X real quick. You had to double tap it, so that part wasn't really the funnest, but. It was still something that was. I can see the technology getting better as the games got later on. So, uh, so I'm very curious to see how Mass Effect Four is going to be handled. If it's even going to be called Mass Effect Four, I'm very curious to see what they're going to end up doing for the next one. And and I, I have order that <laughs> Yeah, I, I wonder. I, I'm very curious of how they're going to actually do that. Like I, I, and I am interested to see Shep because. The way that Mass Effect 3 ended, like, I generally, all three endings, it really kind of gave you, or technically, there's a fourth secret ending, actually. But that, yeah. that fourth CFD's back. That, that fourth secret ending really wasn't an uh, ending, it was a game over. So, like. That, that was them going, Do you want to do this? Do you want to do it? Oh, you God, it's the colors. <laughs> no. But yeah, but yeah. So ultimately, I, I I was able to go ahead and uh, beat. The colors. I was able to Man. beat 
I was able to be a uh, massive. <laughs> belt's crippled over there. Now. I can see. I'm, that's why I'm changing the subject now, so I can go on over with the next one. <laughs> uh, the uh, yeah, so the yeah, so I beat Mass Effect three. Uh, I played a little, like I said, before, uh, like you said earlier, I played a little bit of uh, 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 friggin' uh, Diablo four. Played a little bit of that with you. I started. I got to the third stage on uh, Wolong Fallen Dynasty. I uh, did that with the Hey It's Abs and uh, Gravity. And mm-hmm. definitely a, a really, really fun time. Great game. However, and I'll say this for the public. I know I talked to you guys about this off stream. Um, but on stream, I definitely want to say the connectivity the, of crossplay between PC and console is not good when it comes down to fighting bigger bosses. I know Gravity looked it up and it looks like it's mainly on the PC port side of it. And um, and it's just it's just that connection between... PC and console is just there's just something missing there that's not making it have a, a smooth transition. It's just rendering really badly and stuff. So so it's just one of those things that you guys can do it, but you're kind of entering at your own risk. Uh, we were able to still manage to get through the the entire second level together. Um, me and Hey It's Abs, we we replayed the first level together because you can't co-op until after you fight the first boss. Um, and then and then after that you can start doing co-op. So we went back to that first level tore that boss up and then the second time well actually at first we got kind of kicked around a bit but when we got kicked around because it was glitching really bad like he was teleporting all over the place then the second time the we, we went to the second stage all together all of us was there for like pretty much the first time got through all this stuff uh it took us a while to beat this big freaking ape which was ridiculous but we finally beat him uh and then we bought fought this like big bore at the end of it which is like the main boss of it um uh but again yeah ultimately i had a pretty good time with it and then we got to the third stage and that's where we called it a day but one thing i do like about wolong fallen dynasty is that like after you end the co-op it takes you back to where you were at before the co-op like you actually did the co-op so i was back out stage two however Mm -hmm. because i progressed further with co-op I was able to skip the, the entirety of stage two and go to where I left off with uh, Hey It's Abs and Gravity. So, okay. was, yeah, so that was definitely really cool. And I was like, yes, I, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, one thing I will also say about Wool on Fallen Dynasty is that when you get to stage so it follows the, the romance of the three kingdoms. So anyone that knows Dynasty Warriors story, because it's been the same since Dynasty Warriors 1 all the way until now, now um, if you guys know like Guan Yu, Lu Bu, Liu Bei, Zheng Fei, all of them, th- that's what this game is portraying. It's just a different outlet to that. So you start off it, as it, the Yellow Turban Army uh, fighting that 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 group. Oh my god, we grew up on the Dynasty Warriors. I, I thought it was. It definitely looked like it. I could have sworn like it was kind of almost like it looked like a. And this may just been me, just from what I took from just the game point, is that I thought it was like a Journey to the West game. You know, if you the, know that, yeah, that's what the, I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. The, it's definitely... So, I don't think Journey to the West correlates too heavy with the uh, Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Because it definitely is Romance of the Three Kingdoms. But you're not playing as the traditional Zing Fei or anybody, anybody like that. Xiao Dun. You're playing as your creative player. And then those other players are actually embedded inside the storyline. So, you start off as uh, the Yellow Urban t- uh, Army, that fight... Then you go on over to where you're about to get ready to go to Hulao Gate, which is where we're at right now. I, now, I don't know if there's going to be a switch to where it switches from Romance of the Three Kingdoms and then goes to Journey of the West. 
that I can't contest, attest to because I'm not that far inside the game yet. But as of right now, it is like verbatim the first mission of uh, uh, of Dynasty Warriors, which is the Yellow Turban War, and that is. Um, but you're doing it on like a Bloodborne style, uh, Devil May Cry style formula of fighting. So, gotcha. Yeah, definitely really cool stuff there, and it feels really good. Like the combat feels amazing. One thing I will also say is that when you got to stage three, there's a there's a, a a mishap that happens. I won't spoil it for you guys, but when you guys get to stage three, there's a mishap that happens, and a character starts attacking your person. And let me tell you, man, that was one of the dopest cutscenes I've seen in video games. Period. One of the dopest, dopest, like, it was like I was watching a freaking movie right there. I was enjoying every single bit of that. You just used the word dope in a sentence. Of course, of course. Yeah, Yeah, it was one of the dopest things I've seen inside a video game. It was really, really tight. It was so dope, it was doped. Exactly. It was That's bogus. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So there's that, and then, um, uh, got fully, it's on, I hear you. Oh, you're light. Oh, yeah, I thought you said you Mike. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, you're. Uh, yeah, so there's that. Got caught up on quite a few animes, um, and I started a, a new one. So there's two animes that I, one of them started on Saturday for me. Like it literally dropped on Saturday, and I came across it, and it's called Hell's Paradise. And let me tell you, that is one heck of an an like first episode. That is one heck of a first episode. I, I had no fandom for it, had no anticipation for it at all. Just saw it on Crunchyroll, and I was already caught up on all my other animes. I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and check what this is about. Absolutely fantastic. Come on. Absolutely fantastic. <laughs> um, hey, it's Abs inside the chat. says, I'm demanding to, to lower this the cost of sound alerts. I'll, I got you. I, I'll take care of that. I'll take care of that. <laughs> He's going to forget about it. <laughs> I, I do it. I do it after stream. I do it after stream. Um, so yeah. So there's that. The, yeah, Hell's Paradise is first. If I had to grade the entire anime off of episode one on a scale of one to ten, that is easily a nine point five. Easily, and that's me being like a, even a little bit critical of it. To be completely honest with you, really? Yeah, it's really. It was really, really good. That first episode. Now, is the rest of the anime going to be a nine point five? We'll have to see in, in every single week. But as of right now, that first episode was spectacular. I'm all in. And then there's another anime that my uh, buddy had um, introduced me to called uh, Mal, 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 Melissa. Uh, what's it called? Let me see. Because it's Maleficent Spirits, I think is what it's called. Maleficent. I don't know if it's Maleficent. I, I, I can't even say the word right now. So I have to, I have to actually look it up. Malevolent, malevolent spirit, Monogata- malevolent. Yeah, I cannot say that word right now. But yeah, he he introduced me to that, and it has very much like I'm not I'm not all in, but I'm interested. I'm very interested, and because I only watched this episode one, and it's all in sub, and I was really tired last night, so I didn't get to watch like more than that. But um, but yeah, but it's very much Jujutsu, Jujutsu Kaisen vibes. So, if you guys like Jujutsu Kaisen, which I love, if you guys do the, like that, you you might find this one interesting like I do right now. So, I have to definitely check that out. Hey, it's Ab says, ooh, I still need to watch Hell's Paradise. Yeah, I think you and Gravity, I think you both are going to absolutely love it. Because that 
show is it's good so far. It, and it's only one episode right now. Only one episode out right now. And then there's, there's another anime, too, that I started, which I don't have an, an opinion about it yet. It's a slice of life. Um, but it is called... Let's see. It is called... <coughs> Oh, I've been I've been watching uh uh Ningen Fushin. Been watching that a bit too. That didn't um, sound English at all. It's not. That's not English. Not <laughs> um, most like what was that? Ningen Fushin. I was like, yeah, yeah Ningen Fushin. Yeah, Ningen Fushin. Like, what even spirits. English? All right, here it is. It is my love story with Yamada Kun at level nine hundred and ninety nine. So that literally that sounds familiar, and I don't know why. It, it the first it, it, that one just like Hell's Paradise that dropped on Saturday, and um, I can look it up, but I think I might have seen uh, read a bit of the of the manga version. It, I, 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 won't, I won't be surprised. Yeah. I won't be surprised. If there's a there's a, a manga out about it. Yeah, that, that, that I've been I've been doing a lot more reading too, which is. And it's like in my game time, but I always, I've always enjoyed reading. You know, so. uh, hey, it's Abs inside the chat. Says Ningen means human in Japanese. That's not a human word. It's it's not a it's not an English word. It's a human word. It's Japanese, which is what she just said. <laughs> it's just not an English word, which makes sense because it's Japanese. Marbles like. <laughs> but yeah, Marbles like. And then you need to check on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that is that. So that's kind of what I've been up to. And then later on tonight, I do plan on watching Masamune-kun's uh, Masamune Revenge Season 2 because that should have dropped today. And I'm very excited for that. And she says, or people in Japanese. That's what that is. But without further ado, I know we're about like 20 minutes in. So let's go ahead and jump. Well, before we jump inside the story, I do have a little update for you guys on Fantasy Gaming League. I thought you'd about to give us a commercial. <laughs> now, I won't tell you about Ray's Energy Drink. You guys can just type in at LWT and check out get 50% off. I won't say that today. You know what I mean? Even though they have multiple flavors and it doesn't have sugar in them. You know what I mean? But, it, it even has like a red color, like what I picked on Mass Effect 3. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you, and you can also do that at www.repsports.com, R-E-P-P-Sports.com. But... That's neither here nor there. This is not a commercial. This is not an ad. You know what I mean? We're going to just talk about the Fantasy Gaming League right here. So, for anyone that does not know, again, we have a Fantasy Gaming League that's out there. Um, and it's, it literally works this is very similar as Fantasy Football. But instead of being against one person every week, you're against everybody that's inside the entire league on an annual basis. And it's on a 100-point scale with 70 points being the threshold. And it goes off of Metacritic. So, anything that scores... Higher than 70 points gains you points. Anything that scores lower than 70 points on Metacritic loses you points. Anything that's right at 70 neither gains nor loses. And then there's also counter picks out there. So if there's a, if you counter pick an item that is on another person's list and it comes out and does uh, poorly, you gain those points that they lost. Um, and then vice versa. If it comes out and does great, you lose those points that it, um, that they gain. And then if it does, if it hits right at seventy, neither side loses or gains. And then of course, if it come, uh, if it does not come out that year, you just made it a vacant spot for them because they cannot drop that game. So we have Zaka Corp. This is the this is what's on your list right now. You got uh, Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom pending. Wulong Fallen Dynasty got 11 points. And after playing that, I think it should be a little higher than that, to be honest with you. I think it should be closer to 15 points. But that's just that's just flash 
off the tap. You know what I mean? I think you're being biased. I, I <laughs> hey, hey, I'm not the biggest fan of Souls like games, and I am I am interested. I'm enjoying my time with Volong. I actually am. Um, That's good. Redfall uh, is pending. Uh, Wolf Among Us Two is not coming out this year. Yep, yep, not coming out this year. The Plucky Squire pending. Senua's Hellblade Two pending. Warhammer Forty K Space Marine Two. Pending. System Shock. Pending. Tekken freaking 8, dude. I'll trade you. Pending. It has an open spot. And, and then you have a counter pick of Sons of the Forest. AOWT Gaming. AOWT Gaming, a.k.a. me. I have Final Fantasy 16, Street Fighter 6, Hades 2, Forza Motorsport, Xbox Series X version. Those are all pending. Horizon Call of the Mountain got me 10 points. Oxen Free 2. Uh, Lost Signals, Eater Knight, Stellar Blade, Power World, Remnant 2, those are all pending. And I have a counter pick of Black Myth Wukong, which is on Gravity's list, and that's not coming out this year. I got to put that on my wish list, by the way. What? Uh, Black Myth? Remnant 2. Oh, Remnant, yeah. Yeah, Ashes from the Remnant 2. Yeah, yeah. We are, yeah. We'll, we'll regroup when that happens because I know we played the first one together and we beat the first one all, all of us together, which was a, a good time. Oh, yeah, it was a very good game. Uh, right now we have Illuminati's Living with he hasn't picked up any games yet, but he's still he's in second without picking up any games. Um, he has Resident Evil remake uh, remake, which got him twenty four points. It's uh, from what I'm hearing from everybody that played it, it is spectacular. Oh, I'm yeah. probably gonna buy that here shortly and add that to my collection. It's a it's a ninety two on Metacritic. Yeah, I'm buying it full price, and yeah, you know I've yeah. I've never bought a game at full price. Yeah, that that is yeah, nine to got twenty four freaking points. That is insane. It's uh, just it's just that good. <laughs> Hollow Knight Silk Song is pending. Has Octopath Traveler two fifteen points. Like a Dragon Ishin eleven points. Sea of Stars pending, and he has five open spots. Has a counter pick of Wolf Among Us two, which is confirmed not coming out this year. Then next up we have Titan Brain Go Punch, uh, aka Silent. He has Fire Emblem Engage, 11 points. Liza P, Armor Core 6, Fires of Rubicon, Pikmin 4, Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth, those are all pending. Theater Rhythm, Final Bar Lime, 16 points. Metro Prime 4, Dragon Age, Dread Freaking Wolf. Um, it's fast. Yeah, he got he he beat me to the punch because I, I put in a bid for that game. Can't yeah, wait. You gotta put it. You gotta put when you put in a bid, you gotta think about who's gonna bid against you. And, but that's the here's the thing. I thought that was I, I. I figured Mildew Care would have been the only other person to bid against me on this game. Mm-mm. I didn't I go like, near that's that. A I, knew that title. I, knew, I didn't go near that. I knew that was going to be a fight. I'm like, I don't want to get involved. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, those are all pending. He has two open spots in his oh counter pick: a Bayonetta Origins, Cereza, and the Lost Demon, which got him negative eleven p- points, guys. Yeah, it just negated yeah. his entire fire in the yeah, game. It, it really yeah, did. It really did. <laughs> I had a feeling that game was gonna do good because of its differential to Bayonetta. And <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm yeah. not gonna lie to you. I did not think it was gonna do good. Yeah, I thought, it, I thought it'd be more of a miss than a hit because of the yeah. Bayonetta fan bases. Platinum Games for known for its speed play. Yeah, yeah. I know, but this one I just that this one was, I just I heard a whisper. <laughs> I heard yeah. a whisper from the void. After <laughs> man. Uh, speaking of the Carrot Patch Inc., we have Mildew Carrot here with his game list. Look like Hogwarts Legacy, 14 points. My Marvel Spider Freaking Man 2, open spot. Wild Hearts, 9 points. I think that went down. That went down. It, it was at 81 before, I think. Um, it, it might have. I know there's been some on and off with that. 
Company of uh, Heroes 3, 10 points. Sons of the Forest, pending. Advanced Wars 1 plus 2, Reboot Camp. Minecraft Legends, those are both pending. Terranil, 12 points. Adelizer Ryza 3, Alchemist of the End and the Secret Key. That is an anime title right there, but that is 13 points. Uh, he has an open which which one was that? Adelaide is Adelaide. Yeah, I've been looking at those still. Like I've seen them. I haven't picked one up. But I'm probably gonna pick one up during the summer. So I got them on my wish list. They look interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. He has an open spot really and he has a counter pick of uh, One Piece Odyssey, which got him negative four points. But even with that negative four, still in first place. Um, Wait, what? You're in first place right now. Yeah, I mean, you had some games that dropped, which put you in that spot. But still, like, yeah, you're you're back in first right now. Uh oh, we have a dynasty. <laughs> we uh yeah, I, I, we might, we might. Doctor Q, aka Doctor Keys, aka Shallon Keys, has Suicide Squad kills just league pending. Uh, Des- oh, I y'all going back to Suicide Squad kills just league. I don't know if that's going to be good anymore. I don't think that's good. He really put on that game when he was on here with us. It's like, yeah. can he still keep it? Yeah, He's yeah. like, it's so <laughs> Yeah, he made- yeah uh, it did not get good reviews. That's the reason why I went back under the hood again. Yeah. People, from what I heard, the people that tested it said it was bad. Mm. Uh, Suicide Squad because Justice League pending. Su- uh, Dead Space Remake got 19 points. Alan Wake 2 pending. Dead Island 2 pending. Bayonetta, Origins, Cereza, and the Lost Demon, 11 points. He has five open spots and has a kind of pick of Forspoken, which got him three points. What game was that again? Forspoken. What? Exactly. What game was that again? Gravitron for Gravity Mark 2. <laughs> he has uh, Jedi Je- Star Wars Jedi Survivor pending. Let's just skip him. Let's not put negative three points. Atomic Heart got him four points. Black Myth Wukong not coming out this year. Skull and Bone Bones <laughs> pending. He has, <laughs> he has five Why open spots. <laughs> and he has a kind of pick of Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth. We love you, Gravity. We love it's his, first, it's his first year. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, that's what it is. It's I mean, first it year. Like, hey, that's the same as what Ohio went through, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's, it's the amazing process. You if know? it if it's any testament to that, if it's if what you just said is the same thing that Ohio went through, if it's any testament that if you decide to do this in 2024, you'll probably win first. That that's what Mildew is saying there, Gravitron. So keep your head up high, my guy. Uh, Keep and it then, high, grab And then lastly, our former winner, Ohio, make Ohio great again. Diablo 4, pending. Starfield, pending. Assassin's Creed Mirage, pending. One Piece Odyssey, four points. Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl, uh, pending. Uh, and then he has five, not even have a date anymore. Yeah, it's that whole, I mean, Russia is still being dicks out there, so. Yeah. Yeah, that whole, that whole situation out there is. <laughs> yeah. He has five open spots, and he has a counter kind of pick of skull and bones. So that is it. So once again, who's in first place right now with fifty-four points? Carrot Patch Inc. Second place, Illuminized Living. Third place is uh, Protect Doc. Rango Punch. Fourth place. I thought it was no. It's yes, it's Doctor Cubes. Oh, it is Dr. Q's. Yeah, yeah, you're all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dr. Yeah. Q, yep, he's third place. Fourth place is Titan Brain Go Punch. Fifth place is Zaka Corp. Sixth place is ALWT Gaming. Seventh place is Moga Make Ohio Great Again. And then honorably mentioned <laughs> is, is Gravitron. Gravity, love you, man. God, love you, love you, man. Thanks for playing, Gravity. <laughs> yeah. 
So, um, but yeah, but without further ado, let's go ahead and on over to this gaming news here. We got some stuff to talk about, and I do, I do want to kind of open up for the discussion too as we talk about this. So, PlayStation showcase rumors. And this is the first time in a while that I pulled an article from Push Square, so we're going to talk about it a little bit. Sammy Barker from Push Square says this in their article. Aside from a handful of state of plays, we barely heard a peep uh, from Sony in almost two years. We know that games like Marvel's Spider-Man 2 and Marvel's Wolverine are in development, but aside from vague comments about Last of Us standalone multiplayer spinoff, we have no idea what the rest of its first-party team are up to. In fact, the roadmap for PlayStation 5 is largely non-existent outside of third-party stuff. And that's, in, and that's without even touching the VR, PSVR 2. We're long overdue for some, uh, for some kind of presentation on the platform holder. And then, uh, then, and it looks like it may not be that far away. Giant Bomb's Jeff Grubb, who is notoriously, uh, who's notorious for largely reliable insider information, claims there will be a proper uh, PlayStation showcase prior to Jeff Keighley's Summer Game Fest, which is currently pegged for uh, June 8th. Obviously, that leaves a pretty large window for when the event could take place, but it's good to have a rough idea. Grubb has previously mentioned that the Japanese giant has been, quote-unquote, saving the good stuff for the show. And given it's uncharacteristically quiet the company's been, expectations will be sky high. There's chat... Oh, see, oh, pause into the article for a second. I, I love this, but I hate this. Because if it does not meet that expectation, it, it, it bothers me. You know what I mean? Like it messes with my emotions on that. Like, what am I going to see here? So I'm, I'm very excited. But when they do stuff like this, I'm just like, ah. <laughs> so we'll see. But continue it's on. Be like the greatest thing this year, there, Malachi. Hey, if, if it's the dopest thing this year, I'll be all the way down for that. But it's yeah. But when you're saying expectations are going to be sky high because they've been so quiet for almost two years, that's what's making me like, okay. They better freaking bring it. Like, I want to see more Final Fantasy VII Remake. I don't need to see any more 16, because at that point, 16 will be right around the corner. Like, because it comes out in June. I don't need to see any more 16. If you want to do, like, a little teaser trailer, all right, cool, here, here, there. But I don't need any more details on that. I'm, I'll Just give me the game. But I, what else What are you going to work on? Is there going to be a Legend of Dragoon 2 remake? You know, or Legend of Dragoon remake? Is it going to be like? We'll talk about it in a second because that's not what we're going to talk about. So there's chatter about setting up a phase two for the PS5's release schedule. So it should be much bigger than your average state of play. Of course, none of this is officially confirmed by Sony. So temper your expectations until it is. End story. End quote. So I did. I do want to talk about this again because. Again, like we, we, Jeff Grubb is again for someone from Giant Bomb, like reliable source, saying that's coming out before uh, June eighth. So it, when you're looking at that, that is so we are we just entered April. We're on April fourth right now. So we have all of April. We have all of May that it can come out. When do we think that this is going to drop? Do we think it's going to drop? June 1st because that's still before that's a Thursday that's still before June 8th technically and then you have all of May you also have April which it could be coming out in April too as well what are, I doubt it will come in April just let me make sure that that's clear on the record I don't think it's gonna come in April but there's still that possibility where what are we think where are our heads at when we hear about PlayStation Showcase first and foremost let's start there and I'm gonna start with Nightball oh you're starting with me yeah oh okay Yes, sir. It's the best. Well, I'm waiting to see what what they show. Um, 
I really don't have many games really on my list right now. I need to go and start checking into them while I'm off. Only thing I know right now is it keeps showing up on all my channels, and I just checked on Forbes that the PlayStation VR is not doing too well. It's not, but, the but VR here's too. here's the thing though. It's not the so, so much the software. It's the uh, because the software itself is mediocre to to good. Some of it's bad. The problem is the price of entry. The sales of the actual units is not selling well because one, they're they're not even selling my, my game spots. They're selling them strictly through the PlayStation Store, like PlayStation Blo- or whatever. Like, so it's not you can't just go to Walmart and pick one up. You can't go to GameStop. You can't go to Target. It's only through PlayStation. That's one issue. And then two, you have the freaking VR PSVR two headset more expensive than the console. How in the world does that make sense? So oh, so sense. so you're making people to get a, a $400, $500 console depending on what version you get. Then you're making them drop another $550 for a PSVR 2 headset, which don't get me wrong, I want it. But another $550 and then I have to spend 30 to 60 bucks on the software I want? No. No, 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 no. Back to you, Nightball. <laughs> okay, but um, this is no Must surprise. With E3, with E3 completely shutting down, I just... That like if anybody didn't know, E3 is not it's, it's not going. Oh, Everybody yeah, E3 is dead. Hey, yeah, yeah. So surprise news flash. You just got an extra piece of news. <laughs> <laughs> now back to the original story. Back to the original story. Yep. But the problem, the thing is, is to be honest, that's no surprise. I mean, they're going to release it before. I bet. It, I'm probably saying mid to late May, probably early June. I don't think they're going to let um, do it too early, but you want to hit around the summertime too. I'm going to do Whatever something. A little, I'm going to do something a little fun here because you guys already know. I, I talked to you guys off stream that I wanted to do our predictions. I want you to no. predict a date, nine ball, an actual date of when it's going to hit. That will be the yeah, bonus. That will be the bonus right there. I don't like this round. <laughs> May twenty fifth. It said May twenty fifth. Oh, All right. Snaps. So going bonus. Big there, nine ball. May. No, no. Twenty fifth. All right, there we go. Hmm. But um, I think to be honest, they have quite a few, and I think they're gonna they're gonna do theirs. They're gonna definitely do us probably around that time, May, somewhere in that area, trying to beat Xbox and them to get in the kids. Get an impression on people. Them saying it's stellar. I mean, I'm not going to hold my breath. I just want to see what they got. Um, see if anything's really good. And I know they have, like, for example, The Last of Us. Um, they have Silent Hill. I wouldn't say that is a place. I don't know if that's PlayStation or not. It's, it's Konami. Um, it's not, I don't think it's necessarily PlayStation. I don't know if it's just, just PlayStation. I think it. I don't well, know it, it, it is. The originals are PlayStation only, at least uh, for Silent they Hill. They relaunched only. on the, both consoles, though. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's what I say. I don't think it's like. But that's a that's a whole nother trauma. Speaking of Silent Hill, <laughs> speaking of trauma, when I go on to Konami and how they dealt with that game, but um, or didn't I think um, <clears throat> quick little shout out but, to Hey It's Abs for the uh, the twenty five <laughs> months subscribes. Appreciate you. Yeah. Appreciate you. Right, go ahead, Appreciate that. 
I think it's definitely around the date I gave you. It'll be somewhere around there, either that or one week up or one week back. But I'm thinking that date. I think it's going to be pretty good because I think they're going to hit hard this year. And I think, to be honest, I'm going to make another bold take. Okay. Most of these games will not be backwards compatible. Oh, like like you're talking about like last gen. Yeah, last gen. Okay. Yeah, I I agree. I I I agree with that. I don't even think that that's necessarily a bold take, to be honest with you. I think that that's... The I know. But for anybody that's holding out hope, with the <laughs> PlayStation 5 being as accessible as it is now, mm-hmm. like somebody was telling me at work, he was like, yeah, I see them at the stores now. Yeah. Like, you remember, I couldn't even find none. And like, man, I went past, uh, I think he went to Best Buy or something. He's like, yeah, I've seen the PlayStation 5. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I, oh, go ahead. Oh, go on um, I feel like there's probably going to be focused more on the PlayStation 5. I don't know about the PlayStation VR 2, but I think they'll be focused more on PlayStation 5 than VR 2. I, I, doubt, uh, I don't think they're going to... Sh- they might show a couple things for the VR 2, but I don't... like. I kind of want to feel like that this is... The PSVR 2, the way that it launched, the way that it's priced and stuff like that, if they're going to fix anything with it, that's going to be a blog post. That's going to be something that's away from the showcase because they won't only want to highlight good things for the showcase. And PSVR 2 is just... Right, right now, the current state of it, technology is amazing. Games are good to great to okay on some of them. But it's not positive in a spectrum of everything to talk about at a showcase. I just don't see it happening. It's almost like it a passion to. project. <laughs> you know what I mean? They would have to hit with like a banger on that one. Or, or a project. I can't even say passion project. Just a project. Because like, I again, can probably... Oh. Well, even for like the Vita, Vita was a fantastic device, and you saw what happened with that. No, no, no. To be honest, somebody was talking about that actually. I read this a long time ago that they abandoned the Vita, yet the Vita so better than the PlayStation VR. They went with PlayStation VR two, which ain't doing too well. And ironically, which is going to hit into like later on, the Steam Deck did exceptional. It's doing exceptionally well. And everybody was like, I wonder why they never went back to it. Somebody was talking about that one day. Going back to the Vita? Yeah. Yeah, I would love for them to go back to the Vita. I would absolutely love that. And Because, again, when I had my Vita during that PS3, PS uh, Vita, and PS4 time period, because you're able to, t- they were all interconnected so well. I loved that. But that lo and behold, they just didn't like. And I think there was something that had to do, like, I, kn- I know one of the reasons why is because the cost of those chips in. Another country went had one up by by like a lot or whatever, which is part of the reason why they kind of abandoned it. And then development for the uh, for the device just wasn't supported enough or what something weird like that. Because I remember seeing that in an article previously. But it's always weird because they had both things that are big. They had Game Pass with PlayStation Now before Game Pass really took off. It's just they didn't do it right and they completely flopped. And then you see. The other person, Xbox, come in and do it, and it took off. Yeah, they had PlayStation Vita before PlayStation Vita took off. Even before Steam Deck and them took off. Uh huh. It did okay, but then they quickly abandoned it, and then Steam Deck, like I said, launched, and the rest, Steam Deck, and even the Switch. Like my nephew was here, uh, was here last week. Because my sister and them came in from out of town, and he has a switch with him, and he plays it. He likes to play it at night and stuff while he's sitting upstairs. So, and while he's just sitting around, 
But the Nintendo Switch and all those did really well, which was shocking. You, you know what's crazy, too? I just looked it up. <laughs> PS Vita came out in 2011. Switch came out in 2017. So PS Vita had a good amount of success that potential even before the Switch even came out. And it just they just did not follow up with it. That is so crazy to think about. That is so crazy to think about. Doesn't surprise me, to be honest. Yeah. What are your thoughts about uh, about all of this uh, there, uh, Mildewy, as far as like the PlayStation Showcase itself? Do you have a, a, an, an, an estimated date of when you think it's going to actually drop? Um, it's going to drop when it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> no, um... See what was nine months ago? Nine years is like what June? He said May twenty fifth. Oh, May twenty fifth. Yeah, which is a which Ooh. is a Thursday. Ooh. Um, I'm trying to pull up my calendar here so I can remember what <laughs> what days yeah, are. Bring up my calendar as well. <laughs> like let's see here, May twenty fifth. I'm gonna see your May twenty fifth, and. I'm gonna go June first. You took Ooh. mine. <laughs> yep. I, I, I locked mine in as June first as well. So yeah, man, you are on the same date. June and the only reason I'm saying that. Oh wait, you're June first too. Yeah. Oh shit! Uh, forget that. I'm gonna take June eighth. That's a horrible take. They said. <laughs> I was gonna say they said, it's gonna, they said it's gonna be before June eighth. So if you did June eighth, then <laughs> that is, um, that's just the same book. They're saying before June 8th, but they really mean it's going to be June 8th. Which, which that would be terrible because that's Jeff Keighley's Summer Game Fest. I know. I, <laughs> I think it's going to be um, June 1st. Just because it's at that point where it's like right at the start of June, everyone's like, what's, I don't remember when schools get out. Like, actually, when do schools it, drop? It depends. I, I think they... Like, what's what's the main like, average? Okay. Oh, yeah. I think, it's, I think it's like towards the end of May. Let me see. Generally, it is. Uh, I think it's like the first couple weeks of June. Like June yeah, 6th. I've seen June 1st then sounds about right because it's getting to that point where they're getting ready to let schools out. The kids are starting to be like, ah, like oh, I need something to do. And then like they're like, hey, here's some games coming oh out. My God. How do we shut this? Just buy them a game. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's going to be, um, I think it's going to be on June 1st. Heard that. All right, huh? I'm trying to see real fast because that's now I'm in June. That's a Thursday too. Yeah. Okay, so it looks like yeah, it looks like June is actually going to be. I don't see what their last day of school is officially, but it looks like that everything slows down in June. So I think that school that kids start graduating, all that stuff is in is in June. So yeah, so no, I'm I'm right there with you, man. I think that's going to be June first as well. Um. So we'll have to see exactly what that's going to pan out. We'll see who has the bonus rounds if either one of us gets it. Uh, taking it back on over to you there, Nine Ball. <clears throat> uh, we're gonna. I want to go down the, the list. I'm gonna start with Nine Ball. Go to Mildewy. Come to me. Then back to Nine Ball. What prediction do you have that we're going to see at summer or summer game fest that we're going to see at the PlayStation Showcase when it does happen? How many predictions do I get? Three. Ooh, three. Yeah. So your Final so, Fantasy. So you're gonna seven. You're going to do your first one now, and then it'll go on over to the Mildewy. Final Fantasy VII. All right, the Final second Fantasy. part. All right, so Final Fantasy I think it's VII Rebirth, or, right? Re- Rebirth, yeah. Yeah, because they had to start everything with an R, mm-hmm. because they're, I'm going to use a, a special word to start it with a re. 
<laughs> Kids filling the rest. <laughs> so you got Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth. Are we seeing the gameplay? Seeing the trailer? We better see some gameplay in a trailer. <laughs> gameplay. They've announced it. They better not Metroid Prime us. Trailer yet? Are it wouldn't we... surprise me if they did. I know we have a release. Are we? Ha- I know we have a release window, but do we have a release <laughs> date? I don't think we have a date yet. You don't think we have a date? Uh, well, yeah, we should have a a date. Yeah, I yeah, thought you meant Thursdays. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna say, we got a, we got a release window right now. Where it's, it's supposed to be winter of this. Yeah, year. that's very vague. Mm-hmm. Yep, but it's just vague enough. Okay. I'm gonna release one. I'm gonna release date. Okay, so we have Final Fantasy VII Rebirth gameplay trailer release date. I said gameplay slash trailer release date. Cool. Cause I swear, if they Metroid Prime Force and act like the game, they never showed it. Like Metroid. <laughs> what are you talking about? Mildew Carry. What is your <laughs> prediction for your first game, or what we're gonna see at the event? At the PlayStation Showcase. Yeah. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw some more Spider-Man. Spider-Man 2? Okay. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, here, I think it's still pending, right? For, uh, yeah, saying summer. It's, I think it said summer. I don't even think it said summer. I think it just said 2023. I think we're going to get a date for it finally, too. Release and, date. Okay. And then um, definitely some, um, I'm going to say trailer gameplay as well. I feel uh, like we're overdue. Trailer and, and yeah. trailer and gameplay. Yeah, because we're overdue for that, and that's always been a, a big one for them is the Spider-Man series, especially since the first one was like, holy crap, you know. I, I'm going to take mine in a in a little bit of a different direction. I, I know, like, if you guys don't oh, pick this God. one for your second prediction, I'm going to choose it for my second one. But I'm going to take this one a little di- different direction. I think we're going to get some Coda remake news. Okay. So I think we're going to see that. Maybe some gameplay. I don't think we're going to see a trailer. Or, or not trailer, but um, I don't think we're going to get a release date. But I think we're going to get some gameplay. I think we're going to get a trailer. But I think, yeah, I think that uh, Coda Remake is going to make an appearance at the PlayStation Showcase. Ooh, look at you. I mean, spice, you know, I just got to spice it up a little bit. Got to switch it up. Taking the hell way swing right there. <laughs> Going back, like you, other <laughs> Going back for your other uh, uh, prediction there, Nine Ball. What are, what are you thinking? Oh, shoot. You may even forget. Oh, The Last of Us Part 2. The remake of that. The remake of Last of Us? Are you talking about factions? No, not factions. You know how they did The Last of Us already? They have like they just released the first part? Yeah. The rest of it. Part if I'm two. not mistaken... What do you? Because uh, part two. All right, so there's the Last of Us. Then they came out with the, Last of Us Two, which was all, which was on PS4. Then they came out with the first part of like this remade Last of Us, the first I'm, one. That's what I'm talking about. The second part of that one. I don't. Well, that's the thing. I don't think Last of Us has a second part. I just think that I think second part, the like part two that's already out. They just renamed, rebranded the first Last of Us as part one. So part two already exists because that just came out like two years ago. So I don't think so. They just called the first Last of Us part one now on the remake. That's that's all that they did. I, mean, I could put it down as far as the second part, but it's not gonna. I'll, 
I'm very confident that's not happening. <laughs> no, then uh, give me a second. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, really, thought, it's really weird how they did it because Last of Us Part uh, One, Last of Us Part One, literally is Last of Us, the very first one, just prettier. That's little oh, and, and, okay. and yeah, mechanics a little differently. They just called it Part One so that way it ties into Part Two even more smoother than it originally did. So it's essentially the same exact game. Okay. All right, all right, all right. You got me on that one. <laughs> yeah, I just, I mean, again, like if I wanted to be conniving, I could have let you take it and just not get get any points. But yeah, I just, I just wanted to clarify that there's not there's remake part two a remake of that is probably not going to happen at least for another like 10 15 years if that what? yeah huh okay, what was the i can't remember the other one i was looking at <laughs> you want me to come back to you yeah spin back to me all right Middle do care. What do you what are you thinking for your second pick? What do you think what do we have in here? PlayStation Showcase. Mm-hmm. Big picture. Hmm. I don't want to say Wolverine, but that one I'm very skeptical on. You, you think so? You think so? No, that, that, like that, I, I said, I want to say, it, but that one's just well. That, that, I'm, I, I'm I'm more shocked that you are skeptical about it. Like, what what makes you skeptical about it? I just because of how silent I've been hearing a lot of these companies being with some of their stuff, and like how long it's taken them to get stuff out. I feel like we wouldn't hear it now. At so least. so here's here's. Feeling of that. Here's one thing that I'll, I'll throw at you, just just to kind of put your mind at ease a little bit. All right. So, yes, they've been silent, but you have to remember who's working on it. It's Insomniac. So you yeah. have they came out with Spider Man in 2018. Then shortly after that, they came out with Ratchet and Clank. And then shortly after that, in the same year, they came out with uh with uh freaking Miles Morales. And now, and then in that same year that both of those games came out, they had announced that in 2023 was going to be uh, Spider-Man. And then uh, it's, uh, they didn't give a date for Wolverine, but that's assumably going to be like 2024 and beyond. So I say all that to say, they don't sleep. It's in the name. <laughs> they don't sleep. So I do think that it's, I think that we're going to see it there, but that's just, that's just my thing that I, and now, and this is me kind of giving up my second pick. That was going to be my second pick. If you, if no one else said it. Um, take it. <laughs> sure. Why not? I'll take it. All right. So we got Wolverine. So what are we thinking? Release date, release window, gameplay, trailer? I'm thinking another cinematic trailer with some possible gameplay. I don't think we're going to get any dates currently. Uh, cinematic trailer, minor gameplay. Well, give it a year. They might give a year with this one. I'll give a, a, a year? Like a release year? Yeah, I think they might give a year. All right. <clears throat> But that's about 
All right, cool. Do you have another one there, Nine Ball? You want you want me to take this one? Uh, I got. I think I got one. It's gonna be a long shot. Okay. Took me a little bit to dig one up here. But we're going to try a game that disappeared off the map. And for some reason, it's just appeared. What was that? Pragmatica. You oh, can try Pra-, that pra- Pragmata? Yeah. I'm going to give that one a shot. All right. That was by Capcom, right? Yeah. Okay, so Pragmata. But it did show up with Sony's before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They showed it at their showcase two years ago. So, yeah, that's a good call. Uh, so, we got Pragmata. Uh, what we think of gameplay, trailer, release date, release year? Definitely release date and some gameplay. Date, gameplay. Because we're going all in on this. To be honest, I'm not going to lie. If they're saying it's going to be like the next big thing, like the second coming, they're going to have to go go all in. For a Pragmata? On everything. Interesting. Okay. Um, do are we having any trailer at all? Like, is it going to be like a cinematic trailer? Or is it going to be strictly gameplay, release date, Pragmata? We might have a. We're gonna we're gonna have the whole shebang. Oh, okay. You gotta have like a little bit. Then they're gonna show some gameplay. They're gonna leave out with the trailer, and then they're gonna <laughs> release date. <laughs> <laughs> you said that with confidence, like release date. Um, release the beast. So I am going to let's see, let's see, let's see. I think we're going to get a Ghost of Tsushima two. Ooh, coming big. Yeah, I think we're good. Well, because they already there's the there's Ghost of Tsushima uh, team from Sucker Sucker Punch. They already established that they're working on the Ghost of Tsushima two. Do yeah. I know what it's going to be about? No. I have no idea what it's going to be about. But <laughs> I am very curious to see what they're going to do. I'm, I'm not even sure if it's even going to be Jin Sakai from the first game. So, very, it'll be very interesting. So, I think we're going to see Ghost of Tsushima 2. I think we'll see a trailer. I don't know if we'll see... Ah, I'll say gameplay. Game, <laughs> I'll say gameplay. And I will say uh, release year. And then I'll double up. There's one more that I want to throw out there to you guys. And I'm going to say anything new from Bluepoint. That, that's vague. That's like saying I'm going to say everything new from PlayStation. No, it's not. <laughs> Bluepoint <laughs> Blue Point, Blue Point doesn't, like, they don't come out with, uh, uh, with stuff every single all right. <laughs> showcase. <laughs> <laughs> now, if I, was, if I was to be like anything new from Naughty Dog, then yeah, that that'd be very vague. But Blue Point is literally one of those companies that's just like you, you don't know what they're going to be having to work on. I'm going to say on this one is an extra bonus, extra bonus. If it's Legend of Dragoon remake, oh, I think he's just giving himself points now. No, hey, hey, that's that's a very that's a tall order right there. If they hit, if they hit both of that. So if I hit that extra bonus, that'll be five points right there. Uh, I feel like he's stacking the deck there, Nine Ball. What do you think? <laughs> he's definitely stacking the deck. Um. Uh, so now I'm gonna I'm gonna snake it back up to Mildewy Carrier. What do you What do you have for your last draft pick, or not draft pick, but for your last prediction pick? You know, what? I'm just gonna go for this one, Dreadwolf. Okay. So you're going Dreadwolf. 
So dragon. I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, cinematic gameplay trailer and an actual release date. Cinematic gameplay trailer release date, not release year, release date. Like full date, like here's like get ready, people. I like <laughs> I like the confidence there. You're making me happy for this. You're making me happy for that. And last but not least, it's the nine ball. What are we thinking for your number C pick? Number three, since we're going, since we're kind of like swinging for the, for the hills. You did get Kotor, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's my first one, yeah. Yep. And you got Dreadwolf. I'll tr- I'll trade you. Uh, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna trade him. I'm, I'm gonna go somewhere. Oh, Death Stranding two. Is Death Stranding two interesting? Ooh, that's, I haven't heard much about that, but I hear what you're. I, I see what you're putting down. I see what you're that's putting down there, interesting. That is very interesting. Okay, so so what what, what are we thinking? All the, all the details of your pick. So what do we got? I'm gonna say we gotta get a trailer. And maybe somebody to talk about it, like how far they are. I think you're gonna get a generalized window. I don't mean for a game of that size. I don't know if you ever downloaded Death Stranding one. The game is about a hundred gigs. Cause I got it downloaded. I think onto my PlayStation on my PC right now. Let me the see. The only thing that beats that is Call of Duty. <laughs> That's just because. I think Cyberpunk gets close to it as well. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Cyberpunk That's is definitely 74 gigs. Yeah. Final Fantasy 15 beats it. Okay. Oh, <laughs> that was crazy. That's yeah. So you say Death Stranding 2 trailer discuss game? Are we seeing gameplay? Yeah. Are we getting a release date, release year? Probably not a release date or year. I'm gonna go because this is the swing of the fences. But I feel like they got to show it and show that, yeah, it's, it still exists. Kojima's still with us. <laughs> All right. All right, so going over this list one more time, we have It's a Nine Ball. His first three picks are Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, gameplay, trailer, release date. Pragmata, release date, gameplay, and trailer. Death Stranding 2, trailer and discussing the game. He has a, uh, and he has a, uh, a date pick of May 25th. Mildewy Carrot has Spider-Man 2 release date, gameplay, trailer. Wolverine cinematic trailer, minor gameplay, release year. Dragon Age 3, a.k.a. Uh, or 4, my bad. Dragon Age 4, uh, a.k.a. Dreadwolf. And that'll be cinematic uh, gameplay release date. He has a date pick of June 1st. And then I have KOTOR Remake News gameplay trailer. Ghost of Tsushima 2, trailer, gameplay, release year. Anything new from Bluepoint, extra bonus if it's uh, Dragon Legend of Dra- Dragoon remake. And then I also have the same uh, date of the showcase, which is June 1st. So I'm going to lock that in. And by, at some, we'll keep an eye on it for, for the rest of this month and all of May to see if any of us are right on the date. Get some bonus points that way. Those bonus points are going to be... Uh, we'll say that those are five points as well. Um, if, if we get the exact date. 
Ah, uh, and then uh, yeah, then we'll just kind of go from there. So, so one last thing before we go on over to story number two. What is the number one thing that you want to see at the PlayStation Showcase whenever it happens, Mildewy? Like, what do you mean? Like, like just number one game? Yeah. yeah. Like, what? What do? You, what do you? What do you want to get out of a play, as a PlayStation Showcase as a whole? Is it a game? Is it experience? Do you want to see something new? Is there IP that? It's just made up in your head that you want to see. Like, what? What do you want to see from PlayStation Showcase overall? I just want to see like a lot of um, get more information on a lot of the games that they've already mentioned. See a lot of the newer games that are coming out, and definitely, hopefully, see more indie games. You know, I definitely love indie games, like indie developers and all. And um, I want to see more, kind of like you know, Canada was in a way like a brand new developer, and they totally knocked out of part. So. I definitely want to see the support there for those groups. I heard that. Nine ball. What do I want to see? Yeah, from PlayStation Showcase, whether it's a game experience, anything new, like what what are you, what are you thinking? I want to see some wild and crazy IPs. Um, one thing I have to give Sony for is their storytelling. In their games, they do a really good job. Um, I was just watching the backstory of, I don't know if you ever heard of it. Um, the backstory of Lost Planet 3. But I need to check this out to be sure. And I yeah, I've heard of Lost Planet. Yeah, Lost Planet 3. And which had a really good storytelling and stuff. And I believe that even the writer of that went on to make a game for them. God, I can't. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yep. In January 2014, writers were nominated for outstanding writing in video games for video game writing by the community, along with Assassin's Creed Black and The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. But they do really good on our storytelling. So I feel like Sony. Um, can do release some new games that will have really good things about it. Um, and that's what I want to see. Uh, maybe a couple new IPs. I want to see some shockers, man. I, I want to see some stuff I didn't even think of. Like, I would have said Silent Hill, but that's for me is a given. So I was like, let me challenge myself. But I want to see that there. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see them... <laughs> Work also on PlayStation Premium. If you're going to introduce it, make it more um, interactive and stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm not interactive. I'm kind of messing up my words, but make it, you know, more to offer in there. I like it. It's just the offerings of it is not that big. I feel like they can release more PlayStation 2 and PlayStation 3 titles onto there. Right. So I want... Oh, going ahead. No, I was about to say, I, I'm with you there. Like, I don't really have a problem with premium right now. I do want more. Because like right now, it's like you're paying 120 a year. And for what you get, it's not bad. But it's like, you're, yeah. it's, it's like the bare minimum before it actually gets bad. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what I mean. So it's like it's like it's giving you just enough to where you can't complain with about it. And I want to say that the last month that they added uh, Horizon Forbidden West 
to the catalog as well as Legend of Dragoon and stuff like like whatever happened last month was spectacular for premium yeah. members. And so I want to see a little bit more of that. And then on, on fact of that, we have Meet Your Maker that came out today. That's just the PlayStation Plus service in general. But just saying in general, like we have games that's coming to it, which is nice. And um, oh, give me the worst image of like a man in the water with a life jacket or just floating <laughs> in the ocean, like he's barely above water. Just <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of what it is. Like again, it's not bad. premium. Premium <laughs> is stranded deep too. What? Yeah, premium is worth getting, but. It would like you would have to really be into your classic games to be able to enjoy what premium has right now. Because I, I still I would love for them to I would love for the bouncer to be on the premium uh, pass. Like I would love for that. To, that's just a personal preference for me. Uh, Final Fantasy X, um, even that. Like I know there's different ways of being able to get it before, but if you're able to get the uh, HD remake of Final Fantasy X, I think that's a good get for people as well. Versus them having to spend 15, 20 bucks to get the bundle all together. If you're able to go ahead and just kind of get some of those older IPs and stuff like that. That was from the PlayStation 1 PS2 era. And then dabble inside PS3. I think that would be cool. Asura's Wrath is already on the premium service. Which is definitely really a good one as well. Like they have some good bangers on there. But I do think that they would benefit from having more on there. And making it even worth more of your money to have premium. So I definitely agree with you on that. I uh, what I want to see from a, a uh, and again my my dreams when it comes into PlayStation Showcase just get wild. I ain't gonna lie, you guys don't know that about me. But I would love to see obviously Legend Dragoon remake. Um, hi- highly unlikely, but I would love to see something like that. I would love to see a Final Fantasy X remake. What if they remade Final Fantasy X, giving it the seven remake vibes? That would be absolutely spectacular and amazing to me. I would I would die. Um. I would. I do want <laughs> I do want to see clarification on the games, like with music Kier was saying before. I do want to get clarification of the games that we already know about. But I am that type of person. I'm impressed by new games that come out, pushing the industry forward on what we can look forward to. Like I definitely want to see Dark Soul aside. I want to see some more stuff for Black uh, Black Wukong or Black Myth Sun Wukong. Uh, I do want to see the Ninja Turtle game of what that will look like, especially since they're taking inspiration from God of War. Now, granted, is that going to be too early for this showcase? Yeah, we're not going to see the the AAA Ninja Turtle game here, but I would love to see something like that. Uh, I would love to see uh, uh, another fighting game, like the League of Legends fighting game that they're talking about, Project L. I would like to see that here, especially with Sony owning the fighting game space, like because they own Evo or whatever like the case is now. That very well could show up here. I want to see some more Street Fighter, or not Street Fighter, uh, Tekken. I, w- I want to see more stuff like that. Like I, I do think that that would be things that will help make a really solid showcase. But ultimately, though, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, I want to see some gameplay on that. I, I do see want to see some of my dream ma- remakes get done. I think that would be amazing uh, while I have time on this earth and go from there. So we shall see. <laughs> You got plenty of time on this earth. Don't kid yourself. Facts. Uh, story number two. Steam Deck competitor Luke Plunkett from Kotaku says this in the article. Let's be clear. Hardware manufacturers have been trying to make handheld games, gaming's PCs forever. The Steam Deck isn't the first and it won't be the last. It was just uh, the first to be truly successful. As a result of that success, it, that rivals now have been benchmarked to aim for uh, though, is one of the first companies to take a swing at Valve's new crown is Asus. Launching under the company's Republic of Games, Gamers, Rogue, uh, or Raj, 
label is this Raj Ally. Uh, while the handhelds reveal videos runs for about three whole minutes, there's not a single mention of specs. Just the announcement that it will run uh, on a custom AMD chip and that it will be compatible with Asus existing external GPU supply uh, power supply unit, the Raj XG Mobile eGPU used by laptop, but used by its laptops. A bunch of the influencers got their hands on early de- uh, devices early, and while their videos are also devoid of most useful hard numbers, they do mention details like the fact that the Ally will have an impressive 1920 by 1080 uh, 120 hertz display compared to the Steam Deck's 1280 by 860 hertz. Um, that's that's and that it's smaller and lighter than Valve's handheld as well. So does anyone uh, as as far as like right now of the three of us, only one of us has a Steam Deck, which is it's the nine ball. Does this do anything for you as for uh, Asus coming out with their version of a Steam Deck? Uh, this was bound to happen. I've been seeing knockoffs a lot lately, but to see somebody finally throw the hat actually in the ring. Um, this is actually not as this is good for Steam because it keeps them on their A game. Mm-hmm. Even though Cave Newell um, has already announced he's probably going to continue to do more, roundabout way. The Asus company is really good. Anybody that does that do does like PC gaming. You have to be aware of Asus. Because Asus does a lot of motherboard stuff like that. Yep. So I feel like this should be a good one coming in at 1080p compared to 1200 by 860 with 120. I'm looking at the specs right now in Gadget. Mm. Um, some of the notes on it 7 inch touchscreen, but it's 16 by 9, 1080p. But the problem is this. And it was a reason why Valve went this low. It's because of simply one thing. Battery power. The battery and the Steam Deck can be eaten very fast. You're playing like a game like... If I play like Max on, let's see... Um, That's Red Dead Redemption, Death Stranding, or even um, the game I'm playing now, Control. It can do that. It can eat your battery alive. Um, and a second question is, is this also upgradable? Valve's Steam Deck is completely upgradable. He's already said, you can you can uh, do whatever you want. Oh, you can, oh, never mind, it is. It notes that the system will run on Windows 11, and you can even use a custom, and we'll use a custom. You can even plug in an external GPU. Now, is it going to be using a docking station? Same as it probably, yeah, yeah, there's a video showing that there's a docking station. So very Yeah, similar, similar to how Steam Deck works. I got a Steam okay. Dock right now. You just put it on there and it immediately upscale it. Well, I know that Steam does that. I just want to make sure that they were going to do that because I'm like, if they're not doing it, I'm like, that's... Uh, <laughs> what? Um, but the only difference, too, that they're bringing up also is the price. Because the Steam Deck is around $400. They're gonna say about six hundred for this one. They're saying most high-end handhelds are like eight fifty. Oh, jeez! So Steam Deck hit that sweet spot in price as well. So it's gonna be interesting to see where this one prices at. If it wants to be a Steam Deck competitor, and they're gonna to have to price it 
as such. You can't price it like a thousand dollars and go, well, get your kids this instead of a PlayStation. I mean, at that point, get your kid a PlayStation or an actual computer. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Um, now, did they say anything going- about memory? In there, like how much memory, how much RAM, like what's I know they're saying it's running the current like AMD chips for the left yeah, it's said, just, but it's like but what's the what's the RAM capacity? What's the um what's the internal memory? Are they gonna be running NVMe? Like I know there's talk also about, you know, the um the module laptops that are coming out now. I'm like I'm wondering are they using anything similar to that type type of tech in there? Um just curious if there's anything you've seen because like I know well, Malachi says there's no information really given by influencers, so I'm not sure if there's been any leaks or anything, at least you've heard of. I haven't heard of anything on it, um, so I'm just I've been kind of like sitting and waiting type of deal. From what I'm saying, it's, um, it hasn't really shown, but I'm going to go off the Steam Deck, so it's probably going to be at least 16 gigs of RAM, because there's 16 gigs right now in the Steam Deck. Um, okay. As for memory... It would probably run around between 500 to 1 terabyte, and initial probably about 500, but with an expandable H, uh, S, micro SD slot or SD slots, okay. which would be also uh, good, which will allow you to expand the memory. So yeah, I'm betting that's going to be in there as well. Yeah. Because they're going to have. The size of games you're gonna to have to do for expansions. Yeah, you're, you, that's why I was curious about because that's the biggest thing. Like you know, we we're talking about, you know, um, the Final Fantasy 15 is like almost 100 gigs. Like, you know, you can no longer run 500 gigabytes with like, oh, you can get like 10 games on here. It's like, no, <laughs> like, what are you playing? Like Pac-Man, you know. So that's the biggest concern with that. And then I definitely agree with you, Nine Balls. Battery is going to be the biggest thing. And that's always been a component that any handheld device has always had issues with is battery power and all. And I know, like, the current, like, you know, Samsung mobiles only have, like, you know, better battery life. But as you stated, they're not pulling a lot. They're not, like, trying to run big end games and everything on it. So it's going to be interesting to see how they kind of compensate that on there and like what their battery life is going to be running at you know max capacity yeah because right now it's very um very um like i'm trying to think of a word sorry my position it's very it's varied on how long the battery lasts it really like i said it really depends on what you're running if you're running like a like if i'm playing like Chrono Cross is not eating up, or uh, my Final Fantasy Four remake is not going to eat nearly as much. Where at times are very, it can last six to seven hours right now. And some people are saying if you're running extremely high end games on all your settings maxed out, because the Steam Deck does have a versatility the way you can turn down a lot of your stuff in order to save battery power. Turn down your rates, throttle your GPU, throttle your CPU, turn down your frames per second, all that to help save the battery life. Because if they didn't, most people are saying it could last up to an hour or an hour and a half if you're running high-end games just on a battery. So it's going to be interesting to see how they deal with that. Oh, that's right. Hmm. 
Yeah, definitely is going to be an interesting aspect to see, um, as you stated, because um, I'm trying to think here. The fact that you, when what you said, especially with the um, with the life expecting them to be able to turn it down, you would think that they would have those capabilities regardless, you know. But obviously, what we're stating here, guys, is that it's their system; they can do whatever they want. So, uh, knock on wood, we're hoping to do it. But you know, definitely the turnaround would be good. Um, I'm curious on also um, on like uh, sleeper mode rates and all. Like you know, if they put the system into sleep mode, is it going to go into battery saving mode like you normally have on some like power saving modes on the systems? You know, are are they including that in there? Like, um, how much are they going to shut down? Um, are they going to have like because uh, I'm pretty sure like it's going to be running on like Windows. We said like a Windows 11 OS, right? Yeah, Windows so, 11. Like, I know sometimes, and this is probably just me, but I've had issues where it's like if I put my system to sleep and then bring it back up, there's times where the game, like anything I have left running or pause in the background after it goes to sleep, can kind of like glitch a bit, you know, in the background, especially like our semi crash, depending upon specs for what was happening to it, you know, what was going on. And because this is a handheld device, I'm kind of wondering if they've got anything planned for games that if you put them on pause and it goes into a sleeper mode, you know, without you turning off the settings saying, don't go to sleep mode, even though it's going to burn a lot of power, you know, what is that going to do to the games? Is, are we going to see any issues with that? You know, which it's not a big thing, but it's it's one of those annoying things, you know. Um, I know with the um, Steam Deck, it's power saving mode is actually really efficient. I've left it on power save mode without turning completely off for a couple of days and it didn't lose hardly any battery. It was really good on that, but you just brought up another question. How, and it's something I've been looking at, and I just remember, how um, moddable is it? Like, for example, Steam Deck can run, I got Steam, I also got Epic Games running on mine. I got GOG running in the background, because I can go in there and run, I can switch to desktop mode and immediately run Linux. Or if I want some, they sang too, if you want, and they even gave you instructions, you can put windows on there and just re-put your stuff back on there if you really want to do that. And that's going to be another big question, too. As a Steam Deck competitor, um, how moddable and how, how much can you change of it? And how well would it run with Steam itself? Because Steam is one of the biggest sellers. And one good thing that the Steam Deck does is now they implemented, they just put in a new feature, I almost forgot about this, to where when you download a game and it's on your Steam account, it can download from your computer straight to there, not from the internet, which downloads way faster. Because it's pulling the game straight from your computer. Not from the, yep. I just almost forgot, they just recently did it about a couple, about a week or so ago. Because a lot of people are complaining that if you had to delete, like let's say you had to make space, you delete Red Dead Redemption 2, a massive 90-year game, and you want to re-download it to play it again. It would take forever to re-download it, or you can just now, with that new feature, you can just, if it's on your Steam account or your computer, and computer's on, your computer, I think, has to be on, and you're not downloading anything, and you're not playing the game in your Steam account, it can just pull it straight off and start downloading it. Or, yeah, Transferring the files. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I love it. 
Oh. Yeah, I, th- I think that for me, like, as as good as that sounds tech-wise, tech I feel like for me, when I eventually get my version of a Steam Deck or a Steam Deck or whatever, I think I'm still going to go with the Steam Deck. Uh, I think that will be the better choice for me right now, unless this comes in at a cheaper price point um, or relatively around the same I just I just feel like it'll be easier for me to connect with my Steam Deck with my Steam account versus having to go through Asus and then have my Steam account through Asus or whatever the case is because I mean ultimately it sounds like regardless both systems are going to be portable portable computers that's what they're promoting them as but everything's going in that direction yeah even conference yeah but I think though that I think though that like of the two if I wanted if I really wanted to drop money on a uh, on a handheld computer or a portable computer, I think Steam Deck would be the way for me to go, especially since they've they seem like they've they've already got the science mastered right now. So, uh, story number three, and this is the last story of the day before we start getting inside the fun ones to wrap it up. Um, this is one we were talking about earlier: Triple A Ninja Turtle game. Very excited! Woo! Marcus Stewart from Game Informer says this is an article. A video game is based on the hit uh, video game based on the hit Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle graphic novel, The Last Ronin, is in the works. Polygon reports. The news comes from Polygon's interview with Doug Rosen, senior vice president for games and emerging media of Paramount Global. Uh, according to Rosen, The Last Ronin video game will be a single-player action role-playing title uh, in the vein of a Norse uh, in this in the vein of the Norse-themed God of War series. Like the story uh, it adapts, the game will feature a mature uh, tone. The game developers has not been named, uh, and the project is, uh, is years away from release. The Last Ronin was published in 2020 as a five-issue miniseries by IDW. Uh, it takes place in a dark, futuristic New York where there, uh, where three of the four turtles have been killed. So the surviving turtle, whose identity is revealed at the end of the first issue, we won't spoil it here. I'm going to spoil it for you guys. Um, well, for, before I say that, do you guys do you guys want to know who it is, or you guys already know who it is? I think I know who it is. I know. I think I know who it is. Too. Okay, so, so I will say. Spoiler it, alert, guys! Spoiler alert, guys! Yeah, spoil, spoil! It's coming in three, two, one. It's Michelangelo. Which is the biggest shocker for most people. <laughs> Don's a black mask uh, and seeking revenge by using crime, both his and his brother and the weapons of his fallen brothers. It's cool and very grim story if you haven't read it, and we're ex- uh, excited to see the translated it uh, see it translated inside of a game. Rosen also mentions that the same interview that Paramount sees the opportunities to create different types of TMNT games that target young and adult audiences. The Turtles are enjoying quite the renaissance lately, thanks to the launch of a well-received beat-em-up Shredder's Revenge last year, the nostalgia trip of Calabunga Collection, a Shredder-themed Call of Duty uh, pack that's coming at the end of this year, and even a new animated film coming to theaters this August. End quote, end story. So, no, they can't. They can't redo that. I mean, the original Ninja Turtles. What was the nineteen eighties with the the fake animatronics? Mm. <laughs> yeah, no, I th- I think. Uh, I mean, again, I don't know about you guys, oh, but for me, <laughs> for me, I do I do think a triple A experience of a Ninja Turtle game that's that's going to be like this. I think it's going to be really fun. Um, my issue. Well, I don't want to say issue. My preference is I would like to have all four turtles. 
in a AAA experience. Like, I would like to have something like that be, uh, again, AAA versus all the, like, the AA stuff that we've been having in the past, which is not bad. Definitely not bad. But, again, like, there's this one game that was on PS3 that I owned, and it was, uh, it was, it was actually pretty cool. It was, uh, it was from a, a third point, in, uh, third point, uh, third, uh, third player point of view. It was, like, directly behind the Turtles. Uh, almost over like the shoulder, almost like a God of War setting, but you're running through like there's two of you guys at least, and then you're running through New York and you're t- taking out all these ninjas and stuff. I had a good time with it, and I would like to have something like that on the AAA aspect of it. So this makes me happy for the future potential of what it can be. With it being the last Ronin, it's not going to be all four turtles, which that's the part that's unfortunate. But this, I think, this is a good step in the right direction. So I'm very excited about this. No, it definitely is. Um, it definitely is an interesting concept, and I definitely want to hear more about it because um, it kind of gives me like that Arkham Knights type of vibe, yeah. you know. So it's. We're, I just. I want to. I want to hear more about it. And I want to see about it before I, you know, start you know geeking about it because, you know, I, I definitely would like to have. You know, maybe it's not just Mike. Maybe April's in there now too. Maybe she's no longer a reporter. You know, maybe she's a reporter vigilante. You know, maybe Casey's it's doing just, some stuff. Yeah, Casey. You know, yeah, Casey Jones. Like maybe they're both in there or something. I don't know. Like it, it's going to be interesting to see what they do and how they do it. You know, maybe Shredder's an ally on an enemy. Uh, I there's so much. <laughs> He's an ally for now. Lost <laughs> um, everything. Do you have any commentary on that before we uh, kind of rapid fire the fun ones there, Nine Ball? Uh, I just want to see more of it. I mean, I don't. I'm kind of on the fence of it I mean I understand that it went darker but did it really have to I mean Turtles was always known for its zany fun humor with the kids and stuff but I guess I mean it's not the end of the world but um I'm just I just want to see more I mean I've heard a lot of things people promise big things and unhappen so let's see what they gotta do I will will agree I will agree that like I do want to see more. Like, don't get don't get me wrong. Like, I definitely want to see more of it to see if my hype level can go any higher. But just the thought of a triple A Ninja Turtle game that's what excites me. I don't get a hype attack. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm just I'm gonna wait for more details, all that good stuff. But just the fact that it can exist in this space that's what makes me happy and excited to see what that's going to look like. I still gotta look forward to it. I, I'm I'm perfectly fine with them going on the darker tone because I I. I, I'm probably one of the few people that really enjoyed the newer Power Ranger movie that came out. Like I, I, I there's a Power Ranger movie that came out, and they were all like in detention. There is like a, a darker tone versus. Oh, I've never seen that one. Yeah, I I, yeah, that one either, yeah. yeah, I own but it. I, I own it. I'll let you guys borrow it at some point because I, I definitely. I've never it. really watched Power Rangers that much. I didn't watch Power Rangers as a kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that was my that, that was my childhood for sure. Yeah, I yeah I de- I definitely enjoyed the. I was the a Voltron baby. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed the Power Rangers movie, and honestly, <laughs> to this day, I'm actually shocked that there's not going to be a second one. Like like other ga- other yeah. movies and stuff, I can see them not being a second one, but for this one in particular, they announced that there's not going to be. A second one and i'm very shocked that there's not going to be one so like i, I don't know it's just, it's just really the, the the one critique that i had about the power ranger movie was the fact that they spent such little times in the suits like the the fight scene at the end all that good stuff it was it was really kind of like not a lot that was my only issue 
aside from that, the whole writing of it, the whole the the the, the character uh, characterizations that they have of it, and everything like that, all of that was great to me, and I was just like, man, this game, this movie is awesome. So, but bringing that, in, go ahead. I was say, but you are getting a second part, not for the a, Netflix for show. Ah, uh, no, they're not that the the power the bring that back to the Ninja Turtle thing though of them going on darker tone, I'm perfectly fine with that, especially because the way that I look at it is that the way that it was originated, it reached us as a kid, and they're and that those characters that we know know and love, they're growing with us. So that's one of the reasons why I liked the the Power Rangers on a darker tone for that last movie that came out, and then even for this one, the last Ronin. I think that that's, again, darker tone, because when I was a kid, I watched a lot of Ninja Turtles, and... I, I lived on Ninja Turtles, yeah. okay? Turtles in Time, we played the arcade game. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but again, uh, it's just one of those things that now that we're older, we know not everything is like sunshine and roses. We know that... Yeah, I know. Yeah, so like, so I'm not like, saying that it's a necessarily bad thing. Mm-hmm. It's just kind I mean, of a change, and it's not the worst... I'm doing, Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying it's the worst thing in the world. If executed well... It could be fantastic. Like I've never read none of the ones that stopped following Ninja Turtles. I mean, besides that Shredder's Revenge one we played, mm-hmm. so I have not really followed the new Ronin ones at all. Which, by the way, we need to get back to that. I I, I would like to complete the Shredder's Revenge uh, arcade. I, I had fun with that. Yeah, but I would have to read it. I mean, I've read. I mean, you know me. I've read quite a few dark. I mean, shows. I mean, I'm a. I guess said about a billion times before, I'm a huge fan of Warhammer 40,000. Which I don't know if you ever seen Warhammer 40k, Lord. It's not nice. That's that's just... It's not nice at all. It's oh, the no, darkest story uh, you ever see. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> it makes you question life. 40k does. It's so like, I, what is this? <laughs> So I don't mind. I mean, it's kind of interesting. I do like that they. I am. I mean, I'm kind of divisive. I guess it's the child in me going, "Oh, this is always a kid show." But two, I see what where you're coming from as well. Going, yeah, they've kind of grown up, and I do like that they are setting. They can set an alternate world, so I can't be an open mind towards that one. But it's it's still part of them. Like, see the four Ninja Turtles and. Shredder and you know Michelangelo eating pizza, Donatello working on stuff, mm-hmm. Raphael and Leonardo arguing all the time. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, here's the thing though, and you know, people are like, "Oh my God, it's getting so dark! It's getting so dark!" I'm like, "Have you seen some of the stuff that's on TV recently, or coming out on Netflix?" Like. I'm kind of getting the feeling that people are liking a bit more of a darker, realistic side here. You know, and maybe that's just me, but I don't know. Some of these shows are just, I don't know. Like, you, cause like one of them, like I can think of the best one that's kind of like shows like how like more darker can go is like, I don't know if you're familiar with the old um, cartoon uh, series called Sabrina, the teenage witch. Of course yes. I am. Yeah, you seen the Netflix version of it? No, no, <laughs> I didn't bother. Yeah, you're talking, you're talking like going from My Little Pony into like Dante's Inferno is what you're talking about. Like, holy shit! Yeah, I didn't. I, I know didn't Wednesday was. They said Wednesday was pretty dark. Oh yeah, Wednesday's getting like it's got dark. Um, but it's for, 
Oh, going ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's just, it's just, it's like, I feel like that's just kind of like the tone we're getting now. Days. It's like, so people are like, oh my God, it's getting so dark. I'm like, I feel like just, that's what's getting to people now. So they're looking not at like, you know, all right, well, what was this show about? But more like, all right, how can we fit it to the current almost trend, almost theme, you know? Like, maybe it is us going like darker and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. But you for me. That. Oh, want to hear? No, no, go ahead. No, I'm, done. I'm not done. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, it's. Less of the just is it? I guess for me it's dark for a reason compared to just dark just to be dark. Like I said, 40k. Okay, 40k is dark. It's not like 40k is over the top dark. I don't know if any of y'all have ever seen any lore in 40k. No. Okay, <laughs> so like it, the orcs that if they believe it, it comes true. <laughs> well, yeah, you have that, but they're more like dark comedic humor. Uh, or I'm not. I'm not. Anything involving 40k, if I talk talk about, it's gonna be an hour long talking point. But um, <laughs> it's dark. But what makes it good is that you can do one or two things. Either a, you can try to be so absurd with it that it's stupid, or you can just lean into it and be so absurd with it that it's good. 40k leaned into it where it's good. I think. Um, there is a difference between just dark and being brutal, brutally realism. 40K is dark. It's very dark, but it has elements where you can see this actually happening. And some ways, you can go, wow, yeah, something like that. Even even I'm a fan of Berserk, and Berserk is very dark. And where it's at right now, it's extremely dark. It's like at the end of the series. But, um... I do like some of that, but I just sometimes don't like just just dark non make nothing making sense. I guess in some ways, mm-hmm. um, it's hard to explain. But I mean, I see what Ninja Turtles. I mean, I like that it is kind of dark in some ways, and I'm hoping that even though they have the darker series, that they keep the I guess keep the lighter ones going as well. You know, the Saturday morning cartoon ones. Yeah. And I kind of want to introduce, like, the kids to, like, Ninja Turtles. Uh, I know people like to introduce Bruh. the kids. You want to, like, introduce them to, like, all the dark shows. <laughs> you want to you show, oh, oh. show them the, uh, the what was it? Was it the 2010 or something, Ninja Turtles? The one We're not going to talk about that. The Michael Bay. Quick, quick, little, quick little side note. I, I see that the alert uh, cost is working now because, uh, hey, it's abs. Just Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> she just went ahead and redeemed the bruh for 200 so there you go i know i said i was going to do it after the show but it's adjusted so moving forward you should be should be good to go ahead and use use your alerts all i get stuff <laughs> alert us abs alert us <laughs> just do Did it you- <laughs> make your dreams come true Alright, now you're going overboard. <laughs> she, she's just spamming it she, now. She, she, like, did, another, she did another one that says just, it was, it was uh, uh, Shia LaBeouf going, just do it! <laughs> oh, God. She says, I'm happy I had a thousand points saved. <laughs> oh, God. Not, go. not Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, there you go. Um, And then she just did another bruh. <laughs> okay. Alright. All right, she said, okay, I'm done. I, there I, you I, go. I, I, yeah, I think she... Uh, I think I think we need to. Um, I I stifled her, so she's letting it all out just now. That's what's going on. 
That was happening. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, so quick little fun ones on here for you guys, for anyone that is uh, interested in any of these fun ones out here. Uh, so first one, we have four ones, four fun ones out there, and here's one where it's from Final Fantasy XIV, free expansion. Luke Plunkett from Kotaku says this in the article. Because Final Fantasy XIV uh, has somehow evolved into one of the biggest games of video games on the planet, Square Enix has decided to grab some of its older content out of the back fridge, reheat it in the microwave for a bit, and serve it up to a whole new audience of players who probably weren't around when it was first released. I'm talking specifically about the game's second major expansion, Stormblood, which was released six years ago as a premium piece of downloadable content. But with the, uh, which for the next few weeks will be made available for free, provided you already have the paid subscription. They're not just giving it away to free slash trial players. So if you guys are interested in checking out uh, Final Fantasy fourteen and haven't got the Stormblood yet, which is the second, it's the third uh, content of story, but it's the second official DLC because the first one is uh, Realm Reborn, which is the base game. Then you have. He- uh, not Heaven's Word. Oh, yeah, it is Heaven's Word, right? Then it's Heaven's Word. Then after that is Stormblood. And then it's going to be Shadowbringer. So, and then after that, there's Endwalker. So, yeah, so if you guys are interested in that, make sure you guys are checking that out. Once again, Stormblood, it looks like it's going to be free uh, for new members of the subscription service. Um, on here, more second fun one, more PS uh, Classic games on the way. Oops, just... We were just talking about that, yeah, all right? Dalton Cooper from Game Rant says this in the article. Sony has filed a patent for legacy games that has multiple discs, suggesting more multi-disc titles could very well... Oh, that's awesome, actually. I did not even read yeah. this. So, yeah, so... Uh, let me Valor, Valgrant's Quest. What was it? Valgrant's Quest, I believe? Yeah, there's, there's, like, there's quite a few, because there's Muriashi and stuff like that. Like, there's quite a few of them that's out there. Dra- Legend Dragoon was one of them, and, I mean, that's already on there now, but... Um, Sony has filed a patent for legacy games that has multiple discs, suggesting more multi-disc titles could very well be making its way to the premium tier of the company's PlayStation Plus subscription service at some point down the line. Since last year, Sony has split its PlayStation Plus service into three distinct tiers, with premium tier giving subscribers access to a slew of classic games on top of the titles that includes essential and extra tiers. PlayStation Plus Premium uh, lets PlayStation 4 and PS5 gamers access a variety of titles that were originally released for the PS1, PS2, PSP, and PS3 systems. There are many great PS1 games readily available to play through the PlayStation Plus Premium, with new titles uh, added to the lineup on a regular basis. Now it seems Sony is trying to open the door uh, to bring even more classic PS1 games to the service. That's great news right there. And that's kind of what you were just talking about there, uh, Nightball. You literally just yeah. say that. So, yeah, that's right on the money. Yeah, they need more. I mean, I love some of the games on there, like the Intelligence Cube, stuff like that. But getting the multi-disc game, like I said, Vagrant Story, Parasite Eve, those style of games on there. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that, that's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think they get Dragon Guard in there. They, they could. Uh, Dragon Guard, yeah. Talking about uh, classics. Fun one number three, we have a super uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie. Phil Owen from GameSpot says this in the article. Folks have been having all sorts of emotional turmoil about the new Super, Spar- uh, Super, Mario, Super Mario Brothers movie since the mo- moment it was announced that Guardians of the Galaxy and Lego movie star Chris Pratt would provide the voice of Mario. All that <laughs> gnashing of teeth for nothing, though. The Super Mario uh, movie... 
is both pretty funny and also just uh, plain pretty. Uh, this movie is a feast for the eyes. Uh, this adventure begins in Brooklyn with a pair of brothers whose family plumbing business is despite a stellar local TV and featuring the Super Smash Brothers, or Super Smash Brothers, Super Mario Brothers uh, Super Show theme, Struggling. A uh, brother, bro- uh, brother and brother plumbing outfit. In this economy, <laughs> forget about it. Fortunately, these normal life problems are pretty quickly forgotten when Mario and Luigi venture deep into the sewers to try to find out why Brooklyn streets are spontaneously filling with water. They discover a weirdly intricate structure that goes uh, deep underground, but before they can explore fully, Mario steps into the wrong pipe and is transported into the Mushroom Kingdom. So, uh, yeah, I'm definitely excited. I'm actually very excited to see this movie. Um, and I thought you were going to just tell us the whole story the way it was going at first. I was yeah. like, uh, you know, you don't want to stop yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm definitely, I, I, I definitely am excited to see this movie, and I'll let you guys know my thoughts when I get around to actually going to watch it in theaters. We might even have a little ALWT gaming outing to have everyone go watch this movie all together. We'll see. I'm down. I'm definitely down. It definitely looks so much better than the live actions that they've done with this. And don't, don't, let's not, don't I, talk about that. I, I'm talking do. about. I'm talking don't about do. it. That it's do. so much. It looks so much better <laughs> than that horror fest that they released. That, so um, in the past. So yeah. Which one are you talking about? You talking about the red one, the blue one, or the green one? Uh, both. All three. <laughs> <laughs> all of that nine ball. All of that. It's just. Oh, that stuff was it just cringe, cringe. You know, you're talking about cringe materials. Right? Actually, I read a thing about that. They said the guy was drunk when he was filming most of that movie. The original really? Mario Brothers. Yeah. He was not on it, and they weren't on it. Wow. It's like Charlie Sheen. <laughs> um, and then the last fun one is PlayStation Plus updates, because we got new games that came out on Plus today. So, PlayStation Plus, Dalton Cooper from Game Rant says this in the article. As far as the free PlayStation Plus games go for April, subscribers can now claim Day One Game, Meet Your Maker, Sackboy, A Big Adventure, and Tales of Iron. Native PS4 and PS5 versions of of all three games are available to download. The games will be free for PlayStation uh, Plus subscribers to claim until May 1st, at which point they will be replaced by a new batch of free games. So... That, my friends and family, is All Things Gaming Episode 9. <laughs> we are in there like swimwear. So make sure you guys get out checking us out on, on uh, podcast services such as Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. And also, we do plan on having some streams that's going to be happening this month. We're going to bring back the 9 to 5. That's happening this month. Uh, it's not gonna. It's going to either happen on the 15th, 22nd, or 29th. One of those days, one of those Saturdays, we're going to dedicate it to a eight-hour stream or nine-hour stream. Uh, eight, eight hours is eight hours. Nine to five is eight hours. So eight-hour stream of gaming. Yeah. Oh my god. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. So eight-hour streams of gaming. We're going to choose a game that we're going to talk about and play about and all that good stuff. Something that we haven't played before. Um, that's going to or barely played, I should say. And we're going to go through it cam- campaign style, cooperatively. Um, and have some fun with it. So we will see what game that will be in within the week. Within the week. By this time next Tuesday, we will have confirmed what game that'll be. Yes. Is it Phasmophobia? Nah, fam. <laughs> no. Um, but 
Again, where all I heard, all I heard was clucking there, nine ball. <laughs> you, you, yeah, you can hear all the clucking. You know, I mean, cluck, 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 all that. <laughs> but yes, uh, once again, I'm Malachi thirty six, aka Flash. I'm here with it's the nine ball and Millsia Carrot. We are signing out for April fourth, uh, twenty twenty three. I do want to mention one thing before we actually officially dip out. Not only am I going to mention once again, uh, you guys can get your raised energy drinks from Red Sports Sports.com. Type in LWD game at check out, get fifty percent off your drinks, all that good stuff. I, obviously, you guys know I was going to say that, but I also want to m- mention out there that moving forward for YouTube videos that's uplo- uploaded. I found a, I found out how to actually get chapters in there. So if you guys wanted to skip around and look, find certain chapters that we're talking about. So story number one, that might be at like the five minute mark, while story number two will be at that 18 minute mark. You know what I mean? Like nice I made, Yeah, I was able to space them out that way. I did that on the last video. So make sure you guys are checking that out. Um, but yeah, but moving forward, we're able to go ahead and start uh, dividing our, our videos, our, our recordings in chapters. So if you guys want to skip around on YouTube, by all means, be my guest, just like Beauty and the Beast. Be podcast? I was thinking the song when you said the rest. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but like uh. I said, once again, we appreciate you guys. We love you guys. Until next time, everybody. Control. Alt. Complete. Complete. Peace. Get them points. They're they're discounted now. <laughs>